I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, we hear the story of Mary Sumner, the founder of the Mother's Union. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 102, beginning at verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto you. Hide not your face from me in the time of my trouble. Incline your ear to me when I call. O hear me, and very soon. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burnt up as in a furnace. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. Because of the voice of my groaning, my bones will scarcely cleave to my flesh. I have become like an owl in the wilderness, and like a screech owl among the ruins. I am solitary and lie sleepless because of my groaning. I am like a sparrow that sits alone upon the housetop. My enemies revile me all day long, and those who are enraged against me conspire to do me hurt. For I have eaten ashes as if they were bread, and mingled my drink with weeping, because of your indignation and wrath. For you have taken me up and cast me down. My days are gone like a shadow, and I am withered like grass. But you, O Lord, shall endure forever, and your remembrance throughout all generations. You shall arise and have mercy upon Zion, 
for it is time for you to have mercy upon her. Indeed, the time has come. Continuing in verse 25, You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They shall perish, but you shall endure. They shall all wear out as does a garment, and as a garment you shall change them, and they shall be changed. But you are the same, and your years shall not fail. The children of your servants shall continue, and their seed shall stand fast in your sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Tonight I want to tell you a story about Mary Sumner. She was the wife of George Sumner, the rector of Old Arlesford in Hampshire, southeast England. And in 1876, when George and Mary's first child, Margaret, was born, Mary Sumner realized just how difficult motherhood is and how high a calling it is. So Mary decided to hold a public meeting, inviting mothers of all social classes to meet together for support. Now, we need to realize how strange and unusual this was for the late 19th century in English society to have people from all different social classes meeting together. Mary decided to call the group the Union of Mothers, and she held the first meeting at the rectory that she lived in with George and Margaret. And Mary was so nervous at that first meeting that she asked George to speak for her. But George, her Anglican priest husband, encouraged her to speak for herself. And his advice was for her to speak from her heart. Mary did. And it was so well received that she continued to speak at future meetings for the rest of her life. The first membership of the Union of Mothers was limited just to the parish there in Hampshire, but in 1885, she attended the Portsmouth Church Congress about 20 miles away, where the Bishop of Newcastle asked her to speak to all the women of the Congress. Mary spoke passionately about the state of national morality, about the vital role of the vocation of motherhood for the health and future of the country, and about the need for mothers to join together and support one another in the work that they'd been called to. Together, she said, by the grace of God, we can calm each other when we are afraid, strengthen one another when we are weak, and work together to raise our children to the glory of God. Unity is strength. The movement of the Mother's Union grew exponentially. Within two decades, it became a staple organization in the Diocese of Winchester, Ely, Exeter, Hereford, Lichfield, Newcastle, and then it spread everywhere in the United Kingdom. By the year 1900, the Mother's Union had grown to 169,000 members and had written down its key guiding principles. They were these. First, that the prosperity of a nation springs from the family life in its homes. Second, that family life is the greatest institution in the world for the formation of the character of children. Third, that faith is the foundation of family life. And fourth, that the tone of family life depends upon the married life of the parents, and ultimately, that example is stronger 
than precepts. Mary and the Mother's Union didn't stop at encouraging women, but went on to also advocate on issues related to the family and to the well-being of children, even when they were resisted by those in power. She died in August of 1921, with 4,000 women attending her funeral to celebrate her life. And since her death, the Mother's Union has grown throughout the Anglican world and exponentially and incredibly, and especially throughout Africa. There's a membership now of over 4 million Mother's Union members in the world. And I've seen the Mother's Union active and in action in Ethiopia and Rwanda. And they are game changers in their community, working to build programs towards maternal health and children's health, hygiene programs, literacy, microfinance initiatives to get mothers able to work to support their children, especially single mothers, and working against domestic violence and the trafficking of women and children. The Mother's Union has such a standing of respect, especially among so many of our Anglican African churches. In fact, when a Mother's Union president or key member would stand up, a bishop would quite rightly sit down and heed whatever advice or admonition she may bring. Truly, the church, because of Mary Sumner's vision, has been able to recognize the vital role that mothers play, the vital role in shaping not just society, but shaping the church, all based upon making sure we're shaping our homes in the right way, according to the principles of the gospel. This is the story of Mary Sumner, the story of an ordinary saint God empowered to impact her generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, 
forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, Give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. I'm going to close this evening with prayer number 65 on page 666 of the prayer book, a prayer for families. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, you set the solitary into families. We commend to your continual care the homes in which your people dwell. Put far from them every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, and true godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who, in holy matrimony, have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us, that we may evermore be joined to one another with the bonds of loving kindness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest. <laughs>